0: Hey Tom,
1: hey Jason,
0: how's it going this week buddy,
1: it, it, it's I'm, I'm starting to catch up on sleep
0: right it's, it's been a uh, it's been a wild week this week for wrestling
1: yeah we we've, we've been we've been pretty occupied
0: yeah uh, which is why we're gonna keep this intro short because <laughs> we had yeah. a lot to
1: talk about this week we got
0: Wrestle Kingdom
1: that, that was early
0: uh, we went to NXT this past Sunday here in Durham.
1: That was later in the afternoon, and we almost broke hook out. <laughs> we did.
0: <laughs> uh, AEW had their first rally.
1: Because that's a thing now.
0: Yes. And then guess what? NXT UK has their first takeover on Saturday.
1: That's going to be a British thing.
0: Yep. And also, uh, we took your nominations for end-of-year awards, if we have
1: time. If not, it's going to next week. Because <laughs> there's a lot of stuff to talk about, and y'all don't want to be here two hours.
0: No. We, I we're, don't. We're we're done doing those kind of shows.
1: <laughs> Nothing personal to you or sure. the audience or anything, but yeah, I don't want to be doing this at whatever yeah. midnight, well... yeah it's late our time we record this late so you know you're not sitting up at one o'clock in the morning going god i hope this drops yeah no if if you are thank you thank you yeah i
0: appreciate that get some rest smash that subscribe button yeah
1: uh yeah so let's uh let's just go ahead and let's do it how's that sound Uh, sounds good to me jason all
0: right i need you to do me a favor though
1: well what's that again
0: i need you to ring that bell
1: sure thing You're listening to the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast.
0: A proud part of the Section 328 Network. Bringing you all the best in wrestling from WWE, New Japan, and beyond. Now, live from ringside, it's Mr. Workrate and JC. Oh, buddies! We're back again. It's the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast. My name is JC. Here next to me at the commentary table to the stars is my good buddy, Mr. Workrate, Tom. Uh,
1: Holla, holla.
0: What? I don't think we've had that intro before, Tom.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I've been channeling my inner Teddy Long, so...
0: Oh, why? Have you been making tag team matches in the house, Playa?
1: No, I've just found a giant key and I decided to wear it around my neck as I walked around the house. Oh, that works. That is a reference you're not going to get, are you? No. Oh, I just man. plowed through it with that works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I'll I'll do this quickly. Wrestling history lesson. Uh, The early years of WCW and Ted Turner. Mm -hmm. um, Teddy Long was originally an NWA sanctioned referee. Right. And eventually they did a Danny Davis like heel turn with uh, Teddy to take him out of the referee position and make him a manager. Okay. Which he would eventually do over god 20 30 years almost uh-huh. um but one of the first uh wrestlers he managed was uh a wrestler that in wcw was called norman the lunatic but uh you'd know him in wwf days as bastion booger but in okay. wcw he was norman the lunatic he was Muckin and singh i think was technically his original wrestling name before he Uh, I can't remember his actual given name. He's not foreign or anything like that, but whatever. Mm -hmm. So anyway, Norman, the lunatic was the character's name in WCW. And he was supposedly a wrestler who escaped from an insane asylum. So he would come down to ringside in like scrubs, basically. Uh, And Teddy Long was his manager. And the question was, how can Teddy Long control this lunatic? Oh, uh, see where this is going. Teddy Long had a symbolic key which represented uh Norman's uh capture, I guess, in the insane asylum. Mm-hmm. So he would show him the key and that would kind of make him powerless to Teddy, make him have all the flashbacks and kind of work for Teddy. This is PTSD so, trigger. Yeah, That's what you're telling me. So so <laughs> for whatever reason, Teddy Long would come down to ringside with this comically large, like it basically the size of a key that you would hang in front of a key store right. that would hang down <laughs> or a key to the city, something along those lines right. that looked like if you tried to bite into it, maybe chocolate would be inside.
0: With full gimmick but, with the key. But yeah. So
1: that was the early days of Teddy Long. There
0: we go. You know So what else? that's
1: your trip back to 1988.
0: You know what else? That, that's the year I was born.
1: What are we? Five <laughs> minutes in, we already <laughs> have a Tom Gold reference. <laughs> yeah. There we go.
0: Had to get it out of the way early, because we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. So let's, let's start off with uh, how the weeks, well, I guess the week between podcasts, how that started. Wrestle Kingdom 13, live from the Tokyo Dome, this past January 4th, Saturday, Saturday morning, Friday morning? I can't even remember now it was friday morning friday morning
1: god i saw it live well, <laughs> i live did live. not i was not there <laughs> tom
0: right. uh, would have been, that I been great i still need
1: a passport yeah
0: uh, so let's just run through this because we have so much to cover tonight so uh was the card on the pre-show we started uh with the gauntlet match to determine the number one contenders to the never open weight six-man tag team titles uh Togi Makabe, Toru Yano, and Reisuke Taguchi, the most violent players, defeated uh, everybody.
1: Yeah, this was a fun match, um, especially since I was still kind of technically waking up. I took a little two-hour nap because, you know, when you're getting up for 2 o'clock in the morning, and it's like, do you really get up at 2? You have to kind of sit there and think, well, I'm not going to go to bed at like 8. And try to actually get some sleep. So right. it's like ten, ten thirty. Then you're sitting there going, Well, if I just go to sleep, am I actually gonna be able to wake up or is it gonna be one of those fall into a deep sleep and then I wake up at like six o'clock in the morning and go, Oh crap, I practically missed everything. So I decided to take a little nap and like one forty five hit, alarm went, I went and made my coffee and two o'clock, sure enough. We had uh, commentary start to go, and there was no New Japan Rumble, which made me sad. Mm-hmm. But this was, this was a surprisingly long match, as the, that will be the opposite theme going into the rest of the show. It was
0: the second, if you count the rest of the main card, if you count this as part of that, it was the second longest match of the show.
1: They actually gave them time. I mean, I guess because, you know, whatever, they don't have to, the official card didn't start to well, 3 a.m. But, I mean, they wanted to get everybody in. Um, and just overall, um, yeah, I mean, you know how I love Toru um, They had... Um, oh, God. Why am I going blank right now? Um, Blue Justice there. Yuji uh, Nagata was a last-minute substitution for... Um, On the Jeff Cobb, David Finlay team for, um, oh, God, who's the stupid, strong, big dude?
0: Uh, uh, Elgin. Elgin?
1: Elgin. Elgin. Elgin's hurt or in jail. Whatever. (laughs) So... (laughs) uh Eugene Nagata they said it was like his 25th July uh July Ju- uh okay third try for a month that begins with j January 4th show which is amazing and he looked wow. great it's good like i i could still see him wrestle on a regular basis like they he did that he did uh, the new year dash show and he looks good it, looks like they're going to do a little bit of an angle with him, at least starting off the year. So, yeah, I enjoyed it more than I probably should have.
0: Nice. I still have not gone back to watch this match in particular. So, but, you know, it's a gauntlet match. Yeah. It is what it is. And it's, it's, for, th- it's, it's for the most meaningless titles in the promotion.
1: I was going to say, it's, it's an effort to get guys on the card, at huh. least. And that was one of the angles going in was uh, Suzuki was on the pre-show and it just pissed him off. So he's going to be angrier <laughs> than usual and grow his hair back, apparently. Oh. Wow. I don't know if you saw. Have oh you yeah. seen New Year, New Year Dash?
0: I have not watched New Year Dash yet. No.
1: Um. So his hair seems to be growing back. Well, that's good. Somewhat. So the kind of swirly type... No, it's not good. Swirls are cool. (laughs) He's the only one that can pull that off.
0: No, If Cena can grow hair, then Minoru Suzuki should be allowed to grow hair.
1: Maybe he's going to do Japanese Bumblebee. Who knows? Just because he can doesn't mean he should. (laughs) True. (laughs) Uh, Main card.
0: Will Ospreay defeats Kota Ibushi to become the never openweight champion. this match was crazy
1: oh man Will
0: osprey is going to die in the ring one day Koto Ibushi <laughs> might have died in the ring
1: he might have i don't know
0: um he is fine uh has a concussion will not be on the next tour Ibushi. uh the stretcher maybe this, uh, you know the stretcher job was apparently a sell uh that was pre-planned but he may have actually been concussed anyway so Either that was convenient th-
1: Either that Japan has the worst EMTs ever?
0: <laughs> well, yeah. You know, if, if you, instead of clearing somebody's C spine before you put them on a on a stretcher, you just like, gently roll them out of the ring end over end,
1: he was more at risk of being paralyzed being put on that stretcher than he was actually during the match.
0: So, uh, uh, what stretcher job was worse, uh, Elio Del Paraguayo, or Kota Ibushi? <laughs> <sighs> the groan was I had thought of it and I was like, I'm not gonna say it, and then I was like, screw it.
1: <laughs> that's, that's harsh. Yeah.
0: Uh really good match, of course. I mean, of course, given these two guys. Was shocked to see it open the show.
1: Yeah. It's almost like that was a benefit to the American audience. Once again, uh New Japan catering to the American audience. Mm-hmm give them a match that will actually wake them up. Yeah. Early on. You uh, only 18 minutes. And and that worked.
0: Yeah. This match I felt like the time constraints uh aided it, right? Cuz I mean these guys could have gone longer, right? And I, they would have paced their match correctly. They're good enough workers, but I don't I don't feel like I lost anything by this match not being 22 minutes. 24. No, minutes. I
1: think it I think it was an ideal time. Um I wouldn't necessarily have had to go any longer, but I enjoyed the length of it. Like it didn't seem like it was too long at any time. No. And maybe that was going into it expecting every match on this card to be like a half an hour, but No, it was it was it was paced well. Uh I like the new Osprey. Quote unquote new Osprey. Yeah. I like this. With, uh, I like
0: this tweet about a, uh, you know. All right, you know. I, I changed. I, I, I'm completely paraphrasing this. You know, I changed my style to save my life, so I could keep doing this. But that only makes it more dangerous for everyone else.
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: Like, <laughs> right. I'm a big fan of heel Will Osprey. His last run through progress, uh, where he was a heel, was just so great that ended with the. The him and uh, uh, blanking on the name, we can picture him as clear as day. Anyway, uh, the uh, fans bring the weapons match, whatever that was. Uh, just awesome, just great run there. I think he, he just he can pull off smug so well, and I think it's because he's British, right? Jimmy Havoc, there we go. <laughs> that was the name I was looking for. Uh, three-way tag team match for the IWGP junior heavyweight tag team champions six minutes and 51 seconds LIJ, Bushi, and Shingo Takagi take home the titles over the Suzuki Gun team of Kanamaru and Desperado and Rapongi 3K
1: I was a little surprised looking back that it was, there was less than seven minutes like to have a less than seven minute match generally you're going to have at least one 50 year old in the ring
0: have a less than 7 minute match I, I, I'm supposed to be watching Monday Night Raw
1: yeah um, and I mean I, I wasn't necessarily looking forward to this match either just because I hate 3 way tags and I, I'm i not sure if I'm done with Rapongi 3k yet uh, I have no interest in the Suzuki Gun team and I mean I like Bushi <laughs> yeah. and Takagi but
0: yeah, this whole match was kind of. I think I mentioned this last week. Just kind of a meh for me to begin with.
1: So uh, my main thing was being fascinated with Bushik. because he came to the ring like in this outfit? It was like the mask had like I don't know. It was it, it was like half dragon, half something else. It looked completely cool, and he came. I mean, he. He looked like he was going for the mafia style. Like, I mean, he looked better in a suit. Dare I say the nightho did?
0: Wow, Tom, come and, on, buddy.
1: And then he turns around and like gets ready to wrestle, and he's wrestling his in his pants and like the lij t shirt. It's like, huh? Huh? How did what? Yeah. You look so good going to the <laughs> ring, and then now it looks like you know you just showed up for training. <laughs> but he always loses the shirt like midway through the match, anyway. But true. Uh,
0: this match was a was a whatever. Would have been great if they would have had four or five more minutes. Would have been great had it been. Tell story, but just two two teams. Yeah, but not. I mean, and, not a bad match.
1: No, it just. It was It was there. It was there.
0: Yeah. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. becomes the new British heavyweight champion, defeating Tomohiro Ishii. suzuki Goon picking up their first dub of the evening. Uh,
1: third title change in three matches. Right. I smell a theme. Right.
0: Uh, this match went on 11 minutes and 37 seconds. This match I also thought was timed properly. Could have had a couple more minutes, but... Uh, uh, I know we were talking about the, the kind of style clash of the two. Uh, holy crap, it worked. And the story you tell is that Saber submits Ishii.
1: Awesome. Yeah, uh, I paid less attention to this match just because... I don't know. I Like, I was interested in the style clash, but I really was not interested in watching it.
0: Yeah.
1: So think- that's when I made peanut butter sandwiches for... <laughs> my kids lunch the next morning
0: i think i think the biggest thing to note out of this is clearly and i realize you know rev pro has more to say about the outcome of this match than new japan given the fact that it's their title uh but i think new japan has big things planned for saber this year right especially and you know we'll get to aew but everybody already knows they lost Omega and the Bucks and Adam Page and, you know, all of all of the main Western stars they have are gone.
1: Jericho, gone. Ooh, uh, they gotta line up somebody. Well, do we know that Kenny's left?
0: Uh Kenny did say to Tokyo Sports he is taking a break from New Japan.
1: But now we're starting to hear that, oh, well, Kenny's just working Tokyo sports. Well, this
0: is, I mean, this, it's similar to what he said two years ago, right? I mean, the interview reads almost exactly the same, and we know what happened there. But I, I, the sh- I feel that the circumstances surrounding everything are very, very different this time.
1: The shoot has been worked into a shoot that has been worked <laughs> and is now a shoot.
0: Yeah. Like Russo can't count the swearers, bro.
1: But. Um, yeah, I'm not necessarily counting on... Uh, the other people that you mentioned are gone, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not counting on anything for Kenny because, again, Kenny wasn't... Is Kenny still technically under contract for X period of time?
0: As far as I know, he was on one of uh, those annual normal deals that kind of ran through New Year Dash or Tokyo Dome, whatever, either way. Uh which are also no more <laughs> as we've seen with the signings. New Japan has made this week that they are, they are getting slowly trying to phase out those uh, one year deals.
1: Yeah. With good reason. I yeah. Mean.
0: Cause uh, let's see. It was uh chase Owens, Rocky Romero and juice Robinson have all announced that they've signed multi-year deals with new Japan, which is very odd for new well, Japan.
1: I'd- I didn't know Chase did. I saw yes. juiced did, and I saw that um, Rocky had, yep. but I did not see Chase did, And I'm very happy for him because I am a Chase Owens fan. So me too.
0: I think it'll be and with kind of the the log jam of Western stars ahead of him. I think it's a good thing. He'll be able to spread his he'll be able to spread his wings a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, he did a lot of good work uh, on the undercard and you know, eating pins here and there, but you could see that they were kind of angling him for some potential, at least along the mm-hmm. way. And I mean, him and,
0: uh, you push bones holder, you can push chase Owens. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, I think he has the ability or, I mean, he has the work ability at least, but I mean, he's, he's in a position now where I think he can, uh, potentially, I mean, not get to like a Kenny level at this point yet, but, work his way into at least a good visible hang- he could take that hangman page kind of position at this point i think yeah where you're kind of at the mid level and then you know have the opportunity later on to potentially get higher than that but
0: right uh Austin well, and picks up another tag title the IWGP heavyweight tag titles Defeating uh, the Gorillas of Destiny, who were the champs, and the Young Bucks in another three-way tag match. Ten minutes. Yeah. And what? And 16 seconds.
1: I'm routing. Whatever. Sorry. It's...
0: You know, I've never cared about the heavyweight tag titles in New Japan. I, I think it's the most boring division in, in the entire uh, promotion. So, I have not really paid attention to this match. I didn't really watch it. I'm going to be honest.
1: Uh, I like Sonata and evil. Um, I mean, I, and I think they're at a point right now with new Japan. That they want to push them, but I, uh, I don't think there's necessarily an opening for them just yet. Mm-hmm. And there may be a little bit further on down the line, but I think it's kind of a holding pattern pretty much that, Well, we want to make them, we want to see them as stars, and we think that we can eventually push them, but we don't have a spot for them yet, and we don't want to job them out necessarily at the high level. So let's put these belts on them and occupy them for a period of time and then set them on their way. Right. Because they did that. They did, I mean, uh, Evil had that match with. Jericho, so that was his kind of high profile thing, and uh, Sonatas had a match here and there, but
0: um, L I J's had kind of a low year this year. Yeah, it's, so time to kind of rebuild that, especially as you know, rebuild them, make them strong, while we kind of retool Bullet Club.
1: Yeah, and that's somebody's I mean, got to move much. this card. Yeah, and Lij does, man.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, Juice Robinson is the new United States champion after defeating Cody in nine minutes.
1: <laughs> I mean, so- solidly, too. I mean, this wasn't a Juice kind of pulls it out of nowhere. Thing.
0: No, this was a very WWE match. Like you had the Brandy interference and her getting tossed and all the other. I just I didn't feel
1: very New Japan. And that's Cody, oh um, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, and I mean, no offense to Cody uh, I love the guy to death, and he's gonna he's he's making bank everywhere, and he has pretty much made every right decision he possibly could have since he's left the w w e right uh, but him and New Japan were never really a fit, yeah, I agree with that. Like he wrestles a particular style, and it's a fine style. And I think, I think initially he thought maybe he was going to see if he could wrestle that New Japan style. Like when he first, his first match against Juice, when uh, what two years ago at Wrestle mm-hmm. Kingdom. Yep. And we sat there and we watched that match. and We're just like, yeah, okay. well, that okay. was fun. <laughs> and it never got past fine. Yeah. And I mean, he's he not was, Tai
0: Chi, so like I'm not I'm not saying he was terrible. But
1: but he never got to that point where I mean he he drove storylines and, you know, kind of brought that sports entertainment aspect to it, the whole bullet club splitting elite feud with Kenny, the whole thing. I mean, he brought that to it, so he I mean it's not like he was wasted money in New Japan. New Japan got what they paid oh, for. for sure. Um, but at the same time, from a fan standpoint, you look back at it, you're just like, oh, well, you know, the angles are great. But did we ever really get a great match out of it? And again, this isn't like Cody's a bad wrestler. No, Cody's great. great. You look at his match against uh, Nick Aldis at uh, All In.
0: Phenomenal. Yeah. It just
1: didn't fit into and that may have been cody's thing where yeah i mean he took the money in the contract that he did with initially with new japan uh and just was like you know i'm gonna wrestle the matches that i do and he got hurt too so that doesn't necessarily yeah. help either but i don't know it just it just never really clicked all the way and i think Cody in this match, I mean, he worked it out with Juice and I think he wanted to do the right thing and put Juice over hard. And this wasn't, like I said, this wasn't just, oh, you know, a back and forth and Juice manages to squeeze it out. Pun not intended. Uh, but, no, it was with authority. I mean, Juice turns around and gives him the, I can never remember his finisher name.
0: Uh, Pulp Friction?
1: Yeah. So gives him the pulp friction the first time and then just kind of like thinks about it for a little bit. And is like, no, I'm going to do it again. And you're almost waited for the, oh, this is going to potentially cost him or whatever. Or we're going to build this and he's going to break out of it. Then we're going to switch some near falls. And nope, nailed it a second time. And that was it. Yep. Let's go home. Mm hmm. Uh, Taj
0: Ishimori is the new junior heavyweight champion against a departing Kushida, who is rumored to be WWE bound in 11 minutes. That's right, folks. Kushida got 11 minutes at the Tokyo Dome.
1: What he's it, not departing. He's retiring from New Japan. All this right. is the terminology that we S- use. Yeah.
0: Semantics.
1: When S- everyone cried.
0: Yeah, that was weird, right? I well,
1: I'd rather talk about that than the match. Yeah. So Kushida lost. So now, um, <laughs>
0: and it was fine. Did yeah, you, he's Marty McFly. Moving on.
1: Yeah. So he has this like press conference, and he and and that was. What, a couple of days that was after New Year Dash too. That was like the following day.
0: Yeah, I want to say the press uh, his it was like Sunday or Monday. Yeah. I think it was Sunday.
1: Uh because uh New Japan made a general press announcement type thing and they mentioned uh Izuka's retiring uh which I don't know who's gonna get the big metal giant hand <laughs> passed down to them. Um, and they mentioned a couple other things, and one of the things was Kushida is was not was not coming back. Uh, his contract ends uh, January thirty first, and he was not renewing his contract. That he was quote unquote retiring from New Japan. Mm-hmm. And then Kushida had his. Press conference type thing and talked about it. And apparently, Tanahashi is in the back of the press conference
0: Crying. and starts
1: asking him questions. Yeah. And Kushida breaks down, and just the whole, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, expect to see Kushida ringside at the Barclays Center the Friday night before WrestleMania. Just go ahead and book it. <laughs>
1: Now, I'm not familiar with Kushida because I know he's worked Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Um and he was a champion of Ring of Honor. He was T V champion with Ring of Honor, yes, right? Correct. Okay. Uh can he cut promos in English? I honestly have no idea. Okay. Now, I wasn't sure because I mean I you've seen more Ring of Honor no, than I have. No so. g- the, I mean, I
0: honestly can't remember. So that was a while ago. That was a couple. Of, that's been a couple of years.
1: Um, now I wasn't. I wasn't sure if. I mean, you say the rumor is uh, WWE, which I mean, that's what we always. I know his the his announcement was pretty much that he was going overseas to wrestle. Didn't specifically mention WWE.
0: Mm-hmm. I know mul- multiple of the main uh, rumor and window mongers. Who, who honestly do have some sources inside these companies? M- many of them have said uh, he's uh,
1: NXT bound. So. Well, oh, yeah, I can see him in NXT. I, I see, I just assumed main roster, and I'm like, I can't oh, see no. him on the main roster. No.
0: There's no spot for him right now. Where are they going to put him? 205 live. And that's such a waste.
1: He could be Akira Tozawa in them. Oh,
0: great. He'd be wasting his career in 205. Not that 205 Live is a bad place Speed, Do not get me wrong. That show is great.
1: But if they put but him... My thing uh, was... I mean, visibility. he is a guy who has a past in Ring of Honor. And, you know, uh, all yeah, I mean, AEW is there. Right. There is the history with, you know, it's... They've got that kind of New Japan connection even though they're not going to be affiliated with New Japan, at least not yet. Yeah. Well we'll find so. out.
0: We'll find out in a couple of weeks, I guess. Three yeah. weeks, four weeks, whatever it is, to the thirty first. Uh oh man, we're already half an hour into this show. Oh, boy. Uh Jay White defeats Okada in fourteen minutes.
1: <laughs> Rainmaker Okada. Yeah, shows up in, in the in the shorts which got probably the biggest pop of the night. I love,
0: too, that the way his, like, uh, not jacket, his robe was built, it looked like he was wearing the pants. It did. (laughs) (laughs) But there were no balloons. We were just shorts. We got the full Rainmaker quick zoom out.
1: (laughs) His back full blonde. There's no red hair in there anymore. Thank God. That was just weird. It was, because I didn't know
0: what was going, because it's like... We don't need Emo Okada running around.
1: It's just weird. Because I thought at first, it's like, alright, well you're kind of going with this, like, Okada's having a breakdown type thing, which yeah, I was kind of into. Like, alright, because, you know, he loses the match to the Kenny, he loses the title, yeah, and then he starts to struggle. It's like, alright, well, you know, this seems like a very Japanese angle. Like, okay, well, I'm struggling, I'm not the person I used to be now he I'm falling into this deep depression like, yeah. who am I? and then just it's just the random stuff like I'm gonna bring a balloon to ringside <laughs> and change my hair color, it's like he just decided to have the most gentle midlife crisis ever
0: yeah. uh, Jay White clearly in line to be the next Gadget star yeah Is getting ready to be pushed to the moon, folks. Get ready for the year of the switchblade, boy.
1: It's like he literally took Kenny Omega's locker in the New Japan locker room.
0: Yeah, I have a. Where's Where's the tweet? Where's the tweet here? Uh, That we got uh, from our buddy Chris. If 2019 is Jay White's year, I'm really uninterested in New Japan. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with that. I like Jay White. Don't get me wrong. I just don't want to see him on top of New
1: Japan. He's he's playing with that Roman Reigns line at this point. Like, yeah, don't don't do it, man. That's one, just, he
0: is one guy though that I think would fit so well in WWE. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. And that's the weird thing too. It's like okay, well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, You're in the wrong place of all the people to be in the wrong place.
0: Uh, Tetsuya Naito is the new IWG Intercontinental Champion, defeating Chris Jericho in an ODQ match in 22 minutes.
1: I'm glad Chris is done here because every match that... I mean, I don't know who's part of the gimmick or whatever, but I don't know if he was channeling his inner Terry Funk or what, but <laughs> every match that Jericho Chris. was in had to be this no disqualification, trying to spill blood, every weapon possible, crazy old man type thing. Gotta
0: get color to make the money, Chris.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we haven't heard no. that one in a while. No. Thank God. But, um,. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I I agree wholeheartedly. Like and I think it's I think part of that's due to I mean not that Chris can't go, but he's obviously no. he's obviously not
1: the,
0: the younger age he is and I think given that I I don't know that he could uh be at the correct strong style level <laughs> to compete at a high level so the, I think they use that as a crutch to kind of book him out of that. Now, he he can go to any other promotion in the world, right? He'd come back to WWE, be man on top right away with his work rate without the, the gimmick. Yeah. Um, I just, I think that was their way out of this.
1: To kind of protect his legacy for somebody who wrestled in New Japan 25 years ago. And what a shock, he does not wrestle the same way he does 25 years later. <gasps> Although, for some reason, in New Japan, he can still hit the lion's salt. The lion salt that was over for 123
0: in WWE. <laughs> but he works, hits it. But works like every a GD charm in New Japan. It's, huh.
1: it's like in Japan. It, it's two things are guaranteed in Japan the tables are stronger, and Jericho's hitting the lion salt. Yep. Unless, of course, Naito's head goes through it. <laughs> Oof. So there's a spot in this match where they're outside and all the plunder and everything like that. And Jericho grabs Naito and decides to deliver a pile driver on a table, which, you know, it's, it's, it's a table spot, but dear Lord, he drops him straight. I mean, if you watch pile drivers, you know, especially a pile driver on like the floor or mm-hmm. any non ring. Oh, no. You can see how you want to kind of go that extra mile to protect the person. No, not, not not Nido. Nope. Spike his
0: head on the table as hard as seemingly possible.
1: Left a Nido sized <laughs> dent in the table. And again, <laughs> Japanese tables, like, ten times harder than American yeah. tables. When
0: you watch the spot slower, you can tell Naito had full control, had his hands up, he was, you know, doing his handstand and all. But, boy, in, in full speed and the moment, it was like, and Nido's going to have neck surgery tomorrow.
1: Steve Austin looked at that and was like, brother. Oh,
0: damn. That's a, that's a rough spot. Swig a beer for the night, oh man.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Maybe I should stick to the Austin one.
0: Goddamn. Uh, main event, Hiroshi Tanahashi becomes the IWGP Heavyweight Champion in the Tokyo Dome for an inordinate number of times. Uh, it was actually the eighth time he has become the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, defeating Kenny Omega.
1: In- 39
0: minutes and 14 seconds. I would still pay a hundred dollars to watch a John Cena Hiroshi Tanahashi match on pay-per-view. Don't mock him.
1: We'll that's, get like it pa-
0: that's like Mayweather Pacquiao wet like level.
1: We'll get it in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Alright. Blood Money Three <laughs> Yeah,
0: there's yeah. Um God but Tanahashi though, he's still just He's amazing.
1: Speaking of table spots.
0: Oh, God. The high fly flow into the table, whiffing, not hitting
1: Jarek or Omega, and just, oh, God. (laughs) So, I'm watching that, and I see the table get set up, and I'm going, I know, well, obviously, one of two things can happen. Either... Omega stays, and you get arguably the safer spot,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or Omega moves, and Tanahashi dies. <laughs> it's the Tokyo Dome. We expect death. But the thing is, like, so whatever table they chose to use was not a traditional Japanese table.
0: No, it was, it was a fully. It was a gimmick table, plywood table, yeah, or particle board table.
1: But then, at the same time, you're like, "Oh God, thank God it wasn't one of those Japanese tables that <laughs> you know would actually like stop him." <gasps> God! <laughs> uh, then, then you know, half a second later, you go, "But wait, that just means he takes the full brunt of impact onto the floor." Right. I mean, the
0: table helps a little bit.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> you know, if I if I land on a piece of plywood and cardboard oh, from God.
0: Sending chills 10 up, feet in the air. Sending chills up my spine, just thinking about it. So that was Wrestle Kingdom. You know what else sent chills up my spine? What's that, JC? The Being in the Durham Armory watching NXT on Sunday. It wasn't cold in there at all. No. It was, <laughs> but it was the excitement. It was the energy in the room, Tom.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Those kind of chills. Got, got it.
0: Because it definitely was not cold. I think it was 90 degrees. <laughs> I just want to start there. Being in the Durham Armory with four hundred of your closest wrestling friends, uh, s- sweating your uh, balls off, uh, watching wrestling—the greatest wrestling watching experience I've had in
1: my life. My wife said, "You can take me to that anytime." Hey, and she's right. not. It, she is not a wrestling fan necessarily. She, you know, she'll see something every once in a while. But right. yeah, you know, i like. SmackDown World's in the town or anything like that. She's like, you guys can go. It's fine. Yeah,
0: um, I don't want to go too in-depth on this because we are already super tight on time here. Um, that was... Uh, over. Not even counting just the experience of being there. That was the best wrestling show I think I've ever seen with my own two eyes in person.
1: Yeah. Uh, work in general was strong all across the
0: board. But there was not one match on the card where I was like, that was stupid.
1: Well, there was one, but...
0: Okay. Are you gonna talk about the Kona Reeves other guy
1: match? No. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm no. gonna talk about you being pissed off about. Okay. Lee Ripley.
0: All right. Let's let's get this out of the way, and then we'll then we'll go into Takeover talk because that's a good okay. that's a good um, with because I somehow managed to get heat from 400 people in a building, which is <laughs> impressive. I did get the entire I did get the entire armory to boo me. I'm pretty sure you heard it too. Um. <laughs> It was impressive. I was very happy with myself. I was like, I can get over it in NXT. I thought I was at full sale. Um, When you have a champion who is preparing to defend her title on a pay-per-view six days from now, you do not have her get beaten in a house show against someone who's not even in the same brand. It's dumb. It's dumb booking Hunter. That's all. That's all I have to say. It's nothing to do with the fact that I don't even like Bianca Belair. Like, I get nothing from her as a character. She is athletic and she can work. I can appreciate that. I get zero from her and have zero wish to ever see her on NXT TV or in person again. Do not beat a champion like that for a title that Bianca Belair will never challenge for.
1: She didn't wear the belt to the ring, correct?
0: She, yeah, she did. She did? Yeah. Okay. This is why I have so many issues with it. Yeah, she had the belt with her. Because they then had.
1: Announce, announce it as a non title match, then.
0: Yeah, because she cut a promo on the way to the ring that they put on WWE UK's uh, Twitter about the match against Tony Storm. Like, you know, into a cell phone as she's, you know, walking to the ring. Mark, are you kidding me? It just made me so angry. The rest of the show was fine. But let's talk about take over and then we'll go into aew because we buried okay. the, we've buried the lead here okay because um, i know tom has watched every episode of nxt uk Oh, of course uh, yeah so here's the card uh rhea ripley defends her uk women's championship against tony storm i'm pretty sure tony storm gets the win here because she yeah. is the may young classic champion she should but now if the rumors are true that she is taking a break from wrestling uh, who knows i think we'll learn more about that after this and then the subsequent tapings but I, I tend to believe Tony's going to win.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, cool. I mean, but that would be that would be my thought necessarily. But at the same time, I I know of the controversy around her and that. I don't, don't so. want to
0: phrase it that way. The con- like I don't Fine. want to even say it's a controversy around her because she had private images I, stolen from her and placed on the internet. I don't think that.
1: No, no, I wasn't saying it. she did anything wrong by any means.
0: Right? Oh no, no, I know, I know. I just wouldn't phrase it like that. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, it's it. There could have been a better way to phrase it, but I don't know, and we're running yeah. low on time. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, the NXT UK Tag Team Championship Title Tournament concludes. Mustache Mountain, which is Trent Seven and Tyler Bate, take on the Grizzle Young Vets of Zach Gibson and James Drake. God, I mean, I. I think the grizzled young vets win here because we need a heel champion somewhere on this brand.
1: Like the mustache mountain thing would be too obvious. Wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, I think so. But, and I, I mean, and Drake and Gibson have been great. I, Zach Gibson is, I, I hate him. I hate him so much because, and just because of the way he, like he just gets all the, the heat for me. Cause when he comes out and he starts cutting his, his promos, Soon to be the number one, this and that, and that. no, shut up, get your ass kicked. So I want him to win. <laughs> uh, Pete Dunn defends the UK championship against Joe Coffee. I mean, I can see making a case for Coffee to win, but might as well give it to Dunn and find maybe a stronger challenger somewhere. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that, that was my main thing. It's like I could see them eventually taking the belt off of Dunn, but
0: I don't know coffees that Coffee's the guy to do it with. No, I think I think you build up Eddie Dennis in the next match uh, that he has against Dave Mastiff. I think, by the way, Eddie Dennis beats Dave Mastiff in a no DQ match um, because Eddie Dennis and Pete Dunn is a match I would love to see. Okay. Yes, uh, and then added this week uh, from NXT UK TV, Travis Banks takes on Jordan Devlin, and I'm pretty sure you give Travis Banks the win here. Because I'm pretty sure that's how the show is going to start. So that's it. That's NXT UK take over Blackpool. I'm excited. You know me. You you know me. I love British wrestling. So
1: yeah, I think this is a big card for them just because uh, the the NXT UK brand just really hasn't taken off necessarily. I mean, I have not been inspired to watch it. But then again, I'm more of a lackadaisical fan than most. Yeah. You know, that's why I have a podcast, um, but well, part of
0: it too. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's geared to be a show for the UK. Like they air it at you know, not that it doesn't rerun on whatever day you know. You just can't watch it on demand, but it's you know, it airs on the live stream at three o'clock our time,
1: right? But I mean, it's it's exactly. It's meant for other people. These are these are wrestlers that are familiar to. British fans are not necessarily familiar to us over here. Right. I mean, we've been introduced to certain wrestlers from that brand, but in general, like the average person doesn't necessarily know who Joe coffee is. So he's a piece of crap. They're going into this. This is an important takeover because yeah. as an average fan, or I'll say a little bit more than average fan, you're gonna see that NXT takeover brand and go, Well, it's gonna be good because all NXT takeovers are good. So this is the major card for people that are just going to get introduced to NXT UK.
0: Yeah.
1: And go into it and be like, Oh, okay, well, these are your champions. This is the introduction. I mean, we had the the UK tournament and all that type of thing, but this I think is really the introduction to NXT UK for sure and if they have an excellent show and people not necessarily even watching it live but I mean if they have a very good show people go oh well maybe I should see that on demand you know later on down the line you should it's going to end up increasing views here and there Yeah,
0: for sure airs I think uh, two o'clock on saturday here eastern time so uh watch it live or go back and watch it there is no college football so you have no excuse
1: how about the pro bowlers tour the, that was always a saturday afternoon thing
0: yeah um two things before we get <laughs> yeah yeah two things before up, we. Tom. yeah pretty much uh <laughs> we're 50 minutes Two things before we get into the AEW talk. One, uh, never leave your tweet deck stream open with hashtag Raw running in a panel while you're trying to do a podcast because it is disturbingly (laughs) distracting. (laughs) Just, you know, I wouldn't search it either. Spoilers. Yeah, don't look it up. Um, It's fine on Monday nights. The rest of the time, it's questionable family content. Um, (laughs) uh, Number two, uh, Tom, tell the people how they can buy Amazon stuff. We don't have time for funny ad reads, so.
1: Go to cheatersneverpin.com, click on the amazon.com link, shop on Amazon as you normally would, buy it as you normally would, and we'll get a few cents out of your purchase. There we go.
0: We'll get back to, we'll get back to funny, long ad reads next week. I
1: did 17 minutes last week, and <laughs> I almost threw one in on the Cheaters Never Win podcast. So oh, we were we'll trying. Short.
0: Don't think the whole time we were standing there, I wasn't thinking of, how can we work an Amazon ad read into this?
1: <laughs> just ruin
0: their entire show.
1: Uh, a- we ruined it anyway.
0: Yeah, that's true. I, at least I did. Uh, AEW is a real thing. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday afternoon uh, outside TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville, they held their Double or Nothing rally. Um, here are the news news bulletin points uh, coming out of it that I will run down quickly. Uh, Billy Gunn is the first backstage producer for AEW. Uh, sure. So, Uncensored uncensored was confirmed. They were the first uh, talent to actually come out. They are part of AEW. Um, Cody said uh, the big thing is they're going to change the wrestling economy and wrestlers will be paid fairly. Uh, Brandy Rhodes would later add that uh, men and women would be paid equally, uh, but she actually clarified a bit today uh, yeah. that, that not, you know, everyone will be paid proportionally to their you know spot in the card basically, but it won't be, well, because you're a woman, you're getting less than the man that would be in a comparable position
1: basically let's not get crazy but yeah it's it's not like everyone's getting the same paycheck right yeah uh, a main eventer is going to get paid like a main eventer whether they're a man or a woman exactly. that's what that's what she's trying to say yep. not
0: your your champion whether it be male or females probably they're making this out they're making the same salaries whoever's the bottom of the card same salary uh let's see what else here uh there they have uh signed a a, I don't know if they've signed a deal or what it is or have a working agreement with SEMA and the strong hearts and OWE from China oriental wrestling entertainment um which if you haven't watched anything from them they do have their their first show they ever did is on twitch uh, and I think they've got a highlight reel on youtube it is an incredibly interesting style of wrestling given the fact that until this started there was really no pro wrestling in china so SEMA leaves dragon gate with a bunch of guys uh goes to China to start a promotion. And since no one really knows what it is, he has to get a bunch of Shaolin monks and gymnasts and has to train them to be pro wrestlers. So it is it, and it is wild and athletic and amazing, and I think it'll have a great place in AEW. Uh, Double or Nothing, the actual show, will take place May 25th from the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas. That is Memorial Day weekend here in the United States. Um, there will also be a show in Jacksonville. That will be AEW's second show uh no details on that yet uh mjf is signed because damn it we need heels <laughs> somewhere on this in this group uh brit baker dr Britt baker also came out she is uh, she confirmed that she is signed uh hangman page comes out says he's gonna be the first champion and then Pac comes out and says nah bruh that's me he didn't say that uh but Pac is in uh, show gets ready to end, and out comes Chris Jericho, who is all in with all elite wrestling. This was an ev- i mean, it, it was eventful and not eventful. I think the two—the two most shocking things, Pac and Jericho. Right. I mean, everything else we knew about, <laughs> we knew about SoCal and Cincinnati and Britt Baker going into this. Uh, it was just confirmed here, and a lot of you know the equal pay stuff and the stuff Tony Khan said after about you know making sure we can get the guys eventually everyone on the roster to be full time and provide health care. I think, you know, anyone could, uh, who knows Cody and the bucks, uh, n- probably knew that would be something that would be coming down the line. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it uh, was Joey exciting. G- oh, Joey, Joey Janela, Joey Janella and Penelope Ford. That's right. He, they're the ones that attacked MJF. Um, I'm excited. I don't know. I, before, before this, I was like, eh, it'll be cool. Like, it'll be nice to have a, you know, an, another alternative product. You know, but I don't know. I feel like watching, watching the entire rally, I felt like it was the beginning of something very unique and special. I don't know. I just have had it give me the the warm and fuzzies, man.
1: I think the opportunity is there. Uh, Again, I don't think they necessarily have the egos that, uh, you know, that plague WCW uh, that never really allowed TNA to get to the point where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, two years from now, that could change a lot. Right.
0: But, There's a lot of money getting ready to be involved in this, and money changes people.
1: Yeah. But as it stands right now, they're, they're doing it the smart way. They're They're staying at a particular level. I mean, Jericho mentioned himself. He's not here for the money. He already has the money. That yeah, right. he he just wants to be part of something special. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's it it works both ways for them. It's uh, Jericho gets to uh, make something a high profile thing that wasn't necessarily going to be high profile. But I mean, that's the name. There weren't too many names that. AEW could have gotten to get themselves the exposure that signing Chris Jericho did. No. And the thing is like, I mean, again, TNA did it too. When they started signing former WWE uh, personalities and you could kind of roll into that and go, well, they're just doing the same thing with Jericho is 48 or whatever age Jericho is who goes knows. But Jericho is not there to basically take over the whole damn show and be everything that the show is going to be built upon. Jericho is there pretty much to wrestle a couple of times to plug his crews and to probably help to pass along to the younger generation something that they'll actually be able to work with yep. like Jericho went through, I mean, he was a young wrestler that went through WCW that, you know, wrestled Smoky mountain before that. And, you know, in Calgary where he didn't have, uh, you know, health insurance or benefits or anything like that, you know, making the scattered paychecks here and there. And he knows what it's like for a 25, 24, 23-year-old wrestler that's working their way through to be an independent contractor and not, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: have to deal with the things that wrestlers have to deal with. The all, the impression seems to be that Cody and this group wants to treat it differently. They want to treat it like an actual occupation and give these people health care and give these people, you know, their wrestling as a career. It should be treated like a career. It should be able to retire, you know, later on down the line, all that type of thing. Like, treat it like mm-hmm. an actual job instead of being the constant independent contractors that wrestlers have been their entire lives. Yep. I think and it's, well, sorry. No, I was just going to say and Jericho can kind of give back onto this by, you know, sharing his name with it and building this up and allowing this promotion that would probably have a little bit more difficulty getting that exposure giving it more exposure and giving it another leg to stand on
0: yeah i think it's also important i know you were kind of you kind of lightly touched on this you know jericho's not there to make money he's also not there to be the top the top star he will be a top star because of his name he will not be the top star and neither will cody or the young bucks be the top star in this promotion because if you, again if you notice no one mentioned the title but adam page and Pac. right so I think that's I think that says a lot too about kind of where their heads at, uh, booking wise. Again, we're a long way away from an actual show,
1: but and these guys are going to wrestle. You're not going to go to an AEW show. You're not going to go to Double or Nothing and not have Cody and the Bucks. Oh, wrestle. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're
0: going to wrestle, but they're not going to be the the spotlight. Is there? I, do I feel a chance? Probably where there is a Young Bucks feud where Matt feuds Nick for the title. Probably at some point, right? I mean, you have to book that, and it would be cool, and I think people it would create a lot of buzz, and people would get really behind it. Ah, uh, but I mean, is that is that where they want to start? You know, with those guys holding the talent? No, I think they realize that's a bad look too. So AEW is real. It's coming May twenty fifth, MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Double or Nothing. Anything else this week?
1: there's plenty more stuff this week but oh
0: god we, don't have time. we could
1: save it for next week yes
0: uh your awards your our 2018 year-end awards we will save for next week so uh continue to get us your categories you want to nominate we got we we have quite a few entries actually so if next week's a slow news week that'd be good we got plenty of time to fill it with
1: <laughs> uh just have an award show you, and just completely ignore everything uh, that'd be fine
0: do you want do you want to preview of some of the categories?
1: I saw some of the ones that uh, recently got shared and... why don't uh, you share them All
0: right, I'll, I'll give you a couple uh, the please just stop it award <laughs> with nominees such as Naya facebreaker Jax Ronda Rousey and Bobby Lashley <laughs> uh, let's see prop of the year which I thought was a good one uh, and then the creepiest one and I have to call this out because it's from my mother and it just mm-hmm. weirds me out that she tweeted this to us. <laughs> the best junk in the trunks category. Oh, boy. I don't even know. But, it,
1: but it's the trunk. Like, See, the first time I kind of scanned that, I, I just saw best junk.
0: <laughs> Couldn't you call it best trunk in the trunks?
1: Yeah, see, that's a completely different thing. If we're talking junk in the trunk, then we're talking about something completely different than if you're talking about about the trunk in the trunks.
0: We're talking about the back instead of the front. Yeah. Okay, you're right. But it is best junk in the trunks, is how it's written. So it means exactly (sighs) what we think it means.
1: Yeah, I guess it does.
0: Oh, God. Thanks, Mother. get out of here tom tell the people where they can find you on the internet
1: go to the twitter machine at mr Workrate at mr Workrate. don't go anywhere else because oh you can you can find me back on uh playstation now (laughs) hey that 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 situation got taken care of
0: there you go uh you can find me on the internet at jcbobbit J C B O B B I T T on twitter or wherever finer finer social media is purveyed You can find the show on Twitter at CheatersMVRPin. You can find us on Instagram at CheatersNeverPin. And you can also like us on Facebook. Give us a big blue thumbs up there and show us how much you like us. Uh, We're available on Roku, so you can listen to the podcast in the finest room in your house. And you can also get your daily news fix from wrestling every day on your Alexa-enabled devices. Just add the CheatersNeverPin update skill to your device, and we'll be there in your mornings. Every morning. There I am. Talking like this in my, like, full radio voice. (laughs) Because I don't know how to control it.
1: It could be worse. It could be me and my NPR voice.
0: That was fun. I think we need that. It's a good dichotomy, though, right? Like, need a little bit of both of us. I'm like full top 40, and Tom's like sipping his coffee. Uh, So next week, we'll be back with your awards and our awards and uh, whatever else happens. We're on the road to the Royal Rumble, which means we're on the road to WrestleMania. It's getting real. Here we go again.
1: The ultimate thrill ride.
0: As we as we begin uh, the year three journey for this show.
1: We oh, did, man. Yeah.
0: Year one, we started with the Rumble, so here we go. <laughs> Can you believe it? I thought about that the other day. I was like, man, it doesn't even feel like we've been doing this for three years, but we have.
1: Well, technically two years worth. This would be our third year of doing it.
0: Right. But we're hitting our, anyway. Yes, we've done this for two full years.
1: It's be our twenty fifth month. Right.
0: Right. So uh, he says as my season pop three. As, yeah. Season three. Season three, three of the Cheaters Never Pen yeah. podcast. Now giving you bonus points.
1: Getting ready to jump the shark. Yes.
0: We're starting season three with bonus XP. To reward all our listeners. All right, I don't know where this is going. Uh, we'll catch you next week with awards and whatever the hell else happens. So uh, I'm J C. And we'll catch you on the flip side.